Hi there, it is Allison McGee, your host, coming to you from the little room we call the fireplace room, because guess what? It has a fireplace. This tiny little room also has three huge bookcases, every shelf of which is filled with books, and two built-in shelves on either side of the fireplace, each of which is filled with books, and a little handmade table bookcasey thing that I found curbside and carried home, which is also filled with books. And these are just the bookcases in this one little fireplace room. There are many more bookcases and thousands, literally thousands, I counted, sort of calculate counted, more books in this house, which is not a very big house, except when it comes to books. Of the thousands of books on the shelves throughout this house, at least half are unread. But still, I'm given books, I buy books, I find books in little free libraries. I keep an open, doubled-up shopping bag in the fireplace room at all times, and also one upstairs. They are there so that I can put books I've read and books I will never read into them, and from there distribute them to little free libraries in my neighborhood. Every book, even if I didn't like it, even if I know I will never read it, goes into one of the bags painfully. The pain comes from the fact that this book winnowing is at heart a reckoning with mortality. Here's how the math goes. If you read a book a week for the next 30 years, you only have 1,500 books left, Allison. But I want to read them all. But you can't. But I want to. But you can't. You don't have enough time. Ugh, maybe I would have enough time if I were a fast reader instead of the very slow reader I am. Maybe I would have enough time if I weren't a writer and weren't a friend and weren't a mother and weren't an everything else I am. And all I did was lie on the couch and read books. But even so, there will never be enough time. I take screenshots of beautiful libraries around the world, and sometimes they shimmer up on my screensaver. In one of my novels, Never Coming Back, the main character, Clara Winter's tiny little cabin, is filled with furniture she made out of books. A big sheet of plywood on top of piled stacks of books is her table. Her mattress lies, lays? Why can I never get this straight? Her mattress is on top of carefully stacked columns of books. Her nightstand is another pile of books, all of them unread. When she reads one, she gives it to her mother. The furniture in her home is slowly diminishing. Clara Winter loves books as much as I do, which I guess makes sense seeing as I wrote her into life, even though she feels like someone I've always known in real life. Books are small, perfect objects to her and to me. The trim size, the covers, the paper they're made from, the way it smells when you open up a new book, the different way it smells when you open up an old book. 
I read plenty on my tiny phone, most of it news, but I do not read books either on it or on a screen of any kind because a book is too beautiful for me not to hold in my hands. When I travel, half of my roller bag is books. Prop a book up on a pillow or my stomach or the book holder I keep on my kitchen table so I can read as I eat. And maybe that's when I'm happiest. When I teach the art of writing picture books online, I begin each workshop by twisting sideways on my chair in front of the Zoom room, holding picture books up to the screen as close as I can and reading them out loud to the class. They can hear the turn of the pages. They can see the colors and lines and movement of the art. A book itself is a small piece of art. And the books on my shelves, the ones I'm looking at right here and now across from this couch as I type this, feel alive to me. They hold lives and stories and worlds I get lost in. Lives that teach me more about how to live, how to be, how to move through this confusing life that I am living, how to place pattern to all the so many things that confound me in the world. I don't really like to talk about books with other people. I've never been a member of a book club. I can't. If somebody loves a book I love, that's great, but that love belongs to them somehow. And if somebody hates a book I love, I don't want to hear it. It's not up for debate. It's not an argument. It's not something I want to talk about. No one can convince me to love a book I don't love. I would not even try to convince someone to love a book I loved. It's art. You, you love it or you don't, right? Am I wrong there? I wasn't an English major in college. I don't like picking them apart. It feels so different to me to create a book. It, it feels like an art. And analyzing a book feels like analysis. I don't even like to read reviews of books before I read the books themselves. I never read the back of a book. I never read a book jacket. It feels unfair to the books. Shouldn't they get to live on their own terms? Shouldn't I? Shouldn't we all? Can you see why this whole give the books away thing feels so hard to me? When I first came upon this little quote taken from Ulysses by James Joyce, my books are what I thought of, the books that live on my shelves and all the lives contained therein. Every life is many days, day after day. We walk through ourselves, meeting robbers, ghosts, giants, Old men, young men, wives, widows, brothers in love, but always meeting ourselves. That 
that is it for today's show, my friends, and thank you for listening. If you liked it, please spread the word by sending the link to someone else who might. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Additional music by Kelly Krebs. The tiny quote featured today is from the classic book Ulysses by the classic writer James Joyce. Honest admission, I have not yet read Ulysses, but it's there on my shelf waiting for me. Words by Winter is created and hosted, written, produced, everything by me, writer Allison McGee. Tell me what you're going through, and I will go in search of a poem to help you through, to help us all through, the way that poems have been helping me ever since I was a little girl. You can send me a voice memo via email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com, or just drop me a line at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more info, go to alisonmcgee.com. Words by Winter, conversations, reflections, and poems about the passages of life, because it is rough out there, and we have to help each other through.